0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Hello, everyone. And Jed. Good to be here today. We are going to continue our discussion about spiritual growth, which, first off, just want to say thank you to everyone who has watched the last couple that we've done on uh, meditation, meditating on scripture, scripture, reading the Bible, and then on prayer. And today, we're going to be talking about the impact of spiritual music. Or psalms and hymns and spiritual songs may be another way. Of, on, yeah. on our spiritual growth. Yes, yeah. and how we use that for our spiritual growth. I almost said scriptural growth. Yeah, a little of both. Yeah. But before we get going, I just want to encourage people to, if you have benefited from these, number one, we would love it and greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe to our channel. It helps get it out to a million and one places. But if you've already subscribed Share it with someone you know. Yes uh, that just it's hard to say how much that helps get these messages out there when you engage with them in that way. So and if if you've benefited spiritually from the
1: discussions we've had so far on this topic and there there are areas that you'd like more on or you'd like more clarification, mm-hmm. mention those as well. Oh yeah, but uh, today we get into uh, singing. Yeah. How, how we benefit from
0: singing. Is that the just part we skip over and show up for the sermons or is there actual benefit to this sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I I think in many cases, unfortunately, it is the part we hurry up with and get to the sermons. Yeah. Uh, I have to say here, it's not that way. I mean, thinking about yesterday, Jed's a great worship leader and we had a great song
0: service and we sang all scripture songs. We did. That was the the lesson was about engaging with scripture, and so we illustrated that through the songs that we sang as well. We actually engaged in scripture yeah. through our singing. Yeah, they weren't the songs that just mentioned scripture in passing or based on scripture, which all the songs we sing generally are, but these were like the word-for-word, word, most of the song straight out of scripture. So mention one or two of them. Well, we sang uh, the, as the deer, the, the newer one, so it actually even had the the secondary parts of the psalm that we don't always get to sing. So that's from Psalm forty two.
1: There we go. About this Levite's yearning and longing to be with God mm. when all these other people are, are tormenting him about his faith and saying, Where is your God? Yep.
0: Yeah. We sang the Onus Day, which was one of a ton of songs. Which Agnus Day it means Lamb of God and it's a song <laughs> about it comes out of revolution. Comes out, uh,
1: Revelation. Re- revolution. Yeah, that other book. Yeah. Revolution.
0: No, yeah, um, but yeah, it's one of many songs out of Revelation that are from the throne room. You know, yeah. whether it's, it's saying "Holy, Holy, Holy" or "Praise to the Lamb" or all these other different things that that exist in there. That's a great song. It, it's a really. It's good not. One. I don't think it's widely no sung in churches of Christ, but it should be. It's wonderful. Yeah, beautiful song. Um, let's see. What else did we sing? Uh, we talked about several of them, so I'm mixing up what we've sung. Psalm 95 song was... That was the, uh, come let us sing with joy to the Lord. There we go. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm terrible at memorizing scripture, but I can memorize the songs. Which brings us to a point. (laughs) Which actually brings us to a point in the discussion. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a ton of them. And if you're interested in some of them, I can send you our set list from Sunday or discuss others with you in the future. Exactly. So,
1: using scripture to talk about this in Colossians chapter three, starting in verse 14 or 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which you were called in one body and be thankful and let the word of Christ dwell richly in you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that we let the word of Christ dwell richly in us. See, and that means we're full of the word of Christ. Yeah. And we allow that to be inside of us, and one of the ways we facilitate that is through singing these scripture songs and these role songs, mm-hmm. which permeate our minds with the word of Christ. Right. Uh, there are many in the Bible christ hymns yes and in scripture we have several of them you've got the philippians 2 yeah uh him you right. know he was in the form of god and did not think being equal with god was something
0: to be grasped but emptied himself etc i was gonna say that's one of those that unfortunately the esv doesn't do a good job of setting it apart but there are Maybe in s- the little strophes yeah putting yeah. it but there are some versions that you may read out of i don't know which one's off the top of my head but if you've ever wondered why Philippians all of a sudden condenses it and puts it in kind of poetic form, it's because that is a hymn that's right. being quoted there. Right. And you have another one at the end of First Timothy 3, Let's see. verse what, 15,
1: 16? I I went
0: too far. 1 Timothy 3. You got your 1 Timothy 3 you know, at the end. There we go. Yeah, verses 16. Read. Uh, it says... He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the spirits, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. All right. Very simple, ancient Christ hymn. Mm -hmm.
1: But remember, the Colossians letter says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Yeah. And so that is a hymn. The Philippians is a hymn. Um, In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, starting okay after it says in the last days
0: he has spoken to us through his son who what he appointed the heir of all things through whom he also created the world he is the radiance of the glory of god and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the words of his power after making purification for our sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is much more excellent than theirs. All right, and and if Chet had made pauses in there after each of those
1: little lines, he would have seen the little strophes. Again, yeah. it's a Christ hymn that tells you all about Christ, and by singing it over and over, you have the story of Jesus mm. and the, the big elements of the story of Jesus and his nature kind of drilled into your mind and you can recall them
0: yeah. easily. Yeah. So instead of you having to have all the deep in-depth answers and all the scripture, it was like, hey, if you can remember these core truths and they were set to a tune of some kind Yeah. that we've lost to history, yep. but that was a way that the people could sing it to each other yep. as well as kind of carry it out of the building with them. Right, to play for themselves. And, and think
1: of in Hebrews 1, starting in verse 8, you have some psalms, and of course the psalms were sung. Yeah, the ancient songbook. Yeah. yeah, so out of the ancient songbook, talking about Jesus, you, Lord, in the beginning, or verse 8, uh, start me out in verse 8. Your throne of your throne, o God, o God is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. For this reason, God, even your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. See, that's all about why did God crown Jesus as king. Mm -hmm. Then in verse 10, Thou, Lord, in the beginning didst lay the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but you continue. They shall grow old like a garment as a mantle. You shall roll them up. As a garment, they shall be changed, but you are the same, and your years shall not fail. So yeah. the Christians sang that, yeah. And when they sang that, they were letting the Word of Christ, yes, richly dwell in them,
0: so that they learned and internalized these things about Jesus. Yeah, the things they sang were important. It wasn't just an entertaining section of the worship service, you know, or whatever. It was actually to teach, to train, to encourage. yes so so the Colossian letters being
1: very practical here
0: mm-hmm.
1: here's a practical way to let the word of Christ richly dwell in you. yeah it's through the continual singing mm-hmm. of these songs and we've talked about this before that singing has an element that reading doesn't have. Let's talk about that yeah for a minute. what are some elements that singing has? that reading really doesn't usually have.
0: Do you mean mechanically or internally? Like, I'm what's about, it do to you? Yes, yes. Yeah, the biggest thing is it's an emotional. You know, most people, for one reason or another, you either struggle to read, or reading is a mechanical practice. Right. Whereas there's something about music, whether you say you're musical or not, it impacts your soul. It like, touches your heart. Yeah, and... it either can excite you, or it can, you know, make you feel sad and introspective Mm -hmm. it can remind you of things yeah there's something about music in the brain that that i won't go too deep but it connects with memory in a much deeper way than just words on a page and it connects with emotion yes and so the emotional and
1: memory elements that that are in singing kind of burn it into your mind and Mm -hmm. burn it into
0: your heart so it's easily recallable yeah and i mean just as a side note if any of you have ever heard a song come on a radio and you immediately can picture where you've listened to that most or who you listen to that with, that's what we're talking about here. The same mm-hmm. thing, it's not just secular music that does that, spiritual music does that as well. Yes, and you know, oftentimes,
1: and I know Jed probably does the same thing, I have tapes I listen to in the car of, of spiritual singing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about some of those um, songs earlier. Um, uh, Christ, the cornerstone, you know, oh, yeah. Christ alone, Christ alone cornerstone, cornerstone. Yeah. you know, that'll come on. I'll sing along with it. In Christ or,
0: alone, my hope is found. Yeah. You know, um, or, um, you know, that song glory to God forever. Oh yeah. Uh, before, or, and that one's before the world was made, you spoke it to be. Yeah. You know, it's, which ties into some of the Hebrew we were doing. And, and this, this helps
1: me spiritually in the moment I'm driving down the road, mm-hmm. to to sing with those songs and think those thoughts and draws me closer to God mm-hmm. where I could be doing something different. Um, look up 2 Chronicles, Second Chronicles 29. Okay. And let's read like verse 29 and 30 and 31, somewhere in there.
0: 2 Chronicles 29 29 starting 29 29 so when the offering was finished the king and all who were present with him bowed themselves and worshiped and Hezekiah the king and the officials commanded the Levites to sing praises to the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer they sang praises with gladness and bowed and worshiped then Hezekiah said you have now consecrated yourself to the Lord that's good so they sang praises with the words of De-
1: asaph and david mm-hmm. you know now asaph also it says was a seer a prophet so the the inspired words of the psalms right they're other people's words they are david's words or moses's words or asaph's words yeah. or an unknown levite's words that was in mm-hmm. captivity yeah but these inspired words of god have a way
0: of Being just exactly the things we go through. And that's a key thing is they cover everything. Yeah. Like they're not all happy songs. No. (laughs) There are some very desperate songs. There are some very
1: sad songs. There are happy songs. Mm. So whatever you're going through, there are inspired authors of the Psalms who were going through the same things and they were relating to God in the moment of their life. And we can use their songs to express our feelings to God.
0: Mm-hmm. They're like prayers for us. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, even like Psalm 42 that most people are familiar with is, as the deer that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, it has kind of a chorus of part of sorts that yeah. appears in you know verse 5 and 11. Yep. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? I mean, that's pretty relatable when you're in a tough time for a variety of reasons. Why do you feel this yeah. way? But then the reminder is hope in God, you know, so don't lose hope. Don't try to hope in the things around you. Remember, hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So I know I'm in this pit right now, but I'm not going to be here forever Mm -hmm. because, Lord, you're going to take care of me and I'm going to see the sunshine after the rain. Yeah. And that's alongside so many of the other Psalms that praise God for being a strength and a fortress and how great are you and you've done all these amazing Mm -hmm. things and you've known me. But there's also plenty of Psalms that say, man, life stinks sometimes, but yeah. I got to trust in God to get me through. In that same Psalm, you know, as the deer pants for the water brook. So my soul longs after you,
1: my soul pants for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Yeah. Well, see, there's a real desire there in the heart of that person to go to God and to meet with God and to commune with God, you know, and yet, his enemies are taunting him from every side,
0: and yet he has that desire. And there's a lot of, a lot for reflection yeah. in that on our part. And so these are the things that, as you start to realize what all's in music, so often we relegate that to just, oh, we'll do that on Sunday morning, or we'll do that on a singing night, you know, sort of thing. But it's vitally important, and it's super beneficial to you. Personally. Personally. Yeah. To carry those into just daily rhythms of your life. Yeah, I don't have I don't have to have Jed to sing. Oh, no, I hope not.
1: But but sure. Jed is great at leading me and singing, but I don't have to have Jed to sing. He doesn't have to have me to sing. Um, you know the song I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Mm-hmm. I will enter his gates his with, courts praise. with praise. His courts with yeah. praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. For he hath made me glad. There we go. So but are you personally able to regurgitate those words as your words, Lord. I will enter your gates. Mm. I'm coming before you with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter your gates with praise. I've got a lot to praise you for. Mm. You know, I will say this, "Is the day that the Lord hath made, I will rejoice." Uh, for you have made me glad. Yeah. He has made me glad. So, I mean, Lord, because of that, let me thank you for this.
0: Thank you this. So we segue right into our prayer. Yeah. And this is where, like, I remember there was an older gentleman who led singing. Psalm back... 100, isn't it? Psalm 100. There you go. Okay. So, <laughs> So he used to lead singing all the time back home. And he would always talk about how his wife would be in the garden. And it was like he could tell what mood she was in or what she was thinking about by what hymns she was humming or singing while she was at work in the garden. And so it was, even though he was like the song leader, she had made it her personal thing to know what songs fit her life in those moments. So she was connecting with God and and and
1: having spiritual times in mm-hmm. the garden because she intended to do that, I guess. Yeah. That's
0: those, awesome. That's what we're talking about yeah. actually. Today. Those were the things that spoke to her and like you were saying allowed her to pray and commune with him on a continual basis mm-hmm. was through these songs that were so important and special to her.
1: Yeah, little songs like the Matthew 633 song, Seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness. Well, you can sing that and think about it and talk to yourself about I want to do that today. Mm-hmm. I want to seek his kingdom first. And I know God will take care of me,
0: even though I got all these other worries. He'll do it. You yeah. Know? And I mean, not every spiritual song is going to come like direct out of a scriptural passage. Right. But the nice thing is if you have Spiritual songs that are based on scripture, on teachings, on drawing us closer to Christ, there will be a wide variety of those messages that speak to us. Um, like, well, there's the concept of God working in your heart, like the spirit working on you and convicting you of sin. Mm-hmm. But there's the song, you know, break my heart, dear Lord, tear the barriers down, mm-hmm. you know, and then the chorus is, My heart is hard, you know, my soul, uh, the ways. Words are leaving me, but the ways of evil cut so deep. I need you, Lord, to come inside and gently break my heart, yeah, and that's one of those songs that even I remember as a teenager, it convicted me, you right know, I would hear that song, and at certain times I would be like, Man, I really need something to change, like something's mm-hmm. got to give, and I know it's probably not going to be my own desires, yeah, you know, so that particular song
1: strikes you um I'm trying to think of. Some other scriptural ones that we talked about. There's the John thirteen, thirty-four and thirty-five. Um um let's see. Let's see. It's about a man who lay down his li- life for a friend, and you are my friends, if you do whatsoever I
0: command you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Da, na, 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 na. that's one I'm vaguely familiar with. Them. Yeah, let's, it's it's, let's a, see, it's What's the 13 what? You were saying? 34 35 somewhere 30, near 34. Yeah, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another, that you love one another as
1: I have loved you. Yeah. There you go. This is my commandment, you know. Now you got it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. But it comes right out of the scriptures. Right. And it is a great song to to remind you of a primary principle. Yeah, about Am I a friend of Jesus,
0: and do I love as He loved? You know. Or even going to the break my heart. What's the create in me a clean heart? So oh, you got, God! You got Psalm fifty-one.
1: Yeah. And renew a yeah. right spirit within me. And yeah. And cast me not away yeah. from Your presence, dear Lord. There you go. Take so not and- Your holy spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation you. and renew a right spirit within me. Yeah,
0: we'll see if we get flagged for copyright for saying so much. But see, <laughs> well, that's copyrighted by David. It's it 51 not 10. Is it 10 and 11? Something Let's right in here? Yes, starting in verse
1: 10, 10 <laughs> through 12. All right, so, but, but that is a great prayer song for you personally. Mm-hmm. Don't just sing the words. Ask God, create in me yeah. a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit in
0: me, please, Lord. Don't cast me away from Your presence. That's a big part of it. Is don't just sing the songs because you like the tune. You know, right. the tunes are important. I mean, that's why they try to write good ones, is because that's what yeah. draws you in. But definitely think about the words. You know, in in Churches of Christ, especially, we've kind of had a long history of being good about singing. You know, we really the mechanics. Of we want to do the mechanics right. Sometimes that has led to not focusing on the words so much. Yeah, but and, but not just think about the words. No, that's what I'm getting to is personalize the
1: words. Yeah. Make them your words from your heart. Right. Ask God to do
0: those things for you personally. Think about what you're saying, why you're saying it, and what impact it should or could have on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let your heart go into those
1: words and say them to God in mm-hmm. that case. Yep. Uh, which is a great great psalm to sing um there are so many others you know we've seen we've uh, talked this morning or this afternoon we were talking about these different songs we talked about the sc- excuse me the 28 23rd psalm mm. and oh. how many variations
0: of it we have yeah. in, in song been throughout time how many versions of that have been written yeah but yeah. but think about its basic tenets
1: the Lord is my Shepherd now, is that true for you? Mm. And if it is, there are two or three conclusions the psalmist draws. Number one, if the Lord is my shepherd and he is, I I shall not want. Mm-hmm. And why am I never going to want or worry? Because he makes me to lie down in the green pastures, et cetera. Yeah. Second thing is, if the Lord is my shepherd, I will fear no evil. How mm-hmm. come? Because you're with me. You know, and we we really... If we really see that, that he is my shepherd, I believe in that, and because of that, I know I'll not want, and I know I have no evil to mm-hmm. fear, and I know that because he's
0: my shepherd, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's where so many of the songs, they can become just, dunk chunk, chunk, I'm getting through the thing, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's versions of the songs that go outside of like your normal singing worship style that can really resonate. And this is one of those that I sang a choral version of it and it got to this part and I shall dwell in the ha, And I mean, all the chords build. And so it's funny every time I read that line, that's what I hear in my head because it was one of those lines that truly fit what I would call a majestic. Mm hmm sense of awe and wonder. So that, that choral rendition or arrangement is indelibly bored into your mind. Oh, yeah. It's, all. it's like, there's no way I can read, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thanks. No, it's mm-hmm. like, I get to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Like, I hear that, and that makes me feel something, and it that is mainly appreciation and awe and wonder for God's glory and yeah. all the things you talked about. It's like, how can I... Get through that passage without coming out with a sense of something greater than me. And see, those ancient psalms at first, uh, Jedithun
1: took those. and <laughs> Which I'm not named after, by the Jedithun way. Jedithun but... is the choral director that David yeah. with Asaph and everything for the yep. temple. But he put those to certain tunes right? that were embedded in the minds of the people that sang those psalms. Yeah. And, you know, we have... Our tunes and he yeah, had, but they work that way. Right. Um, so, what we're trying to say is you and I, all of us, if we want to, have the potential to use mm-hmm. these songs, all of the different songs, for our own personal spiritual development. But if we're going to do that, we have to choose to listen to them in a certain way, in a way of engaged emotional engagement, personal engagement, we have to internalize the words of those songs and make them our words, Yeah, whether they're praise songs or lament songs or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, we will be engaging in prayer and in scripture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in very personal thought related to those prayers and scriptures. And it will help us grow spiritually, but we have to choose that, choose to put those in our thumb drives or tapes or whatever we use. <laughs> Don't
0: laugh. Whatever yeah. we use in and our cars, the, our your Apple playlist, yeah, your Spotify phone. playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's why it's important to think about, which we could spend a lot more time discussing what songs you're listening to because as important as they are and as deep as they sink and as much as we should have them desired, we should desire them to be tied to God's word. Mm-hmm. There's just as many songs out there that can go off the rails a bit and yes. they may feel and sound good or they may m- say something we think is nice, but it's not scripture. And as script to roll. Yeah, that too. And so so that's where, again, without kind of going off on that whole tangent, really consider the music you're singing and make sure it is spiritually beneficial from God's word. Yes. And I think a lot of people think that just because they're listening to some kind
1: of, quote, Christian music, that that Christian music is yeah. the same thing as we're talking about. It may or may not be, Yeah, depending on whether the words are really
0: uh, solidly based on scripture or are scripture themselves. And not every song in the hymnal is a spiritual or scriptural song. Right. You know? So, I mean, some people have said, but it's in the songbook. Well, the songbook isn't Bible either. You I know? think I think so, America the Beautiful's in here, but I, I don't believe that it's actually a scriptural I, song. I know. So it's, it's that element of it is so important and it can have such a deep impact on our spiritual development and growth. Be just as mindful about what you're putting in to your ears, to your mind, to your thoughts as you would be, you know, for people Mm -hmm. that ask us all the time, well, what about this other extra biblical book or this other speaker or this, whatever, you know, as much as you would consider those other things, make sure you're considering your music as well. Sure. And I think a good way to to
1: maybe end this is that you have to be intentional about this Mm -hmm. if it's going to benefit you. Um, Intentional about listening to certain things that you put in there intentional about your own engagement with those things personally and emotionally intentional that you're putting your mind there at this particular time, because you want to get in touch with God. Mm -hmm. You know, if your intentionality and it has a lot to
0: do with how it's going to help you or not spiritually. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there's just so much of that, that if we take it personally, we can grow deeply from it. Amen. And, and, we can have full assurance that God knew that as well. If we look at the full course of scripture, I mean, we've got a whole book of songs. We had the passage we read where numerous times God's people would come together and they would sing and praise God. Mm-hmm. You know, singers were sent out before battle. Mm-hmm. There is just all these things. And then you head into the New Testament. And even after the Lord's Supper, when he, you know, he sang him together, they left and they sang a hymn together. You know, one of the final things that he and his disciples did was they sang together. Mm-hmm and that song is psalm 113 through 118 which is a praise
1: song for all the wonderful mm. blessings
0: yeah. of god so there's there's just great things there and if you want us to explore other pieces of it i know we've done some videos and bits and pieces before um but like i've done seminars on the stuff i i read about it all the time yeah obviously as a music person this is deeply personal jed is a music academic <laughs> and i am anything but I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm in. I'm I in would it for the, expect to differ. Well, he's a music academic. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just a, a regular, person that wants that feels a deep connection with spiritual singing. Yeah, really helps me personally, spiritually. Uh, poetry affects me deeply spiritually. Yeah, and the psalms and the songs are poets. Poets or poems in musical form. There you yeah. go.
0: There anyway, you go. That's yeah. good enough for one day. I think so. We're glad you're here. Again, we would love it if you would subscribe, share this video with other people. Um, maybe to close us out, comment below with what your favorite song, psalm, scriptural song is. All right? We'd love to know some of those favorites out there. So let's stand and sing, Jed. And then when we have it. Okay. <laughs> well, see good. you guys. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>